0: This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome my friends. Happy day to you. I realize that it might not be Thursday when you're listening to this, so happy day. Just just happy day, whatever day it is. I am feeling good. I just laugh really hard. I was listening to something funny and I've been watching some funny shows today, so I'm just feeling good. There's nothing better than laughing. I wish genuinely, like, if a genie came up to me and granted me three wishes, one of those wishes would for sure be that I could just, on command, laugh so hard. You know when you laugh so hard that your stomach hurts and you can't breathe and you're just, you're like gasping for breath, but like in a good way and (laughs) it's the best feeling ever. That is my favorite feeling in the whole world. I swear it. I love it so much. So, I I mean, I didn't quite get to that point today. The internet is just crazy. People are so creative. I don't know where people come up with these funny videos and these funny memes. I don't know how people come up with it. It's... I respect it. It is a talent that I respect. But, welcome back to another episode. Another week. Another dollar of A Hint of Everything. Um... We're on episode seventeen. Isn't that wild? That's that's crazy to me. Let's just start off with the peach. I don't think I have a pit this week. Today's Valentine's Day. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and I love Valentine's Day. And I swear, every time I say that, to people they're like, oh, "Oh," and I'm like, "No, listen. I love it because well, I love it for multiple reasons. One, it's just a day about love. And honestly, to me, the way I see it." It's not all about like romantic love because when I was growing up, my parents made such a big deal out of Valentine's Day. We'd have like a big, fun, fancy dinner and usually they'd give us some little gift. And I just remember having the best memories on Valentine's Day and in school. I don't think I ever really like had a Valentine in elementary school and middle school really that I can remember, but I remember... You know, you'd get your valentines, and it was so fun, and you get to give all your classmates little valentines, and you got to give them treats, and you got treats, and you'd have a party. It's just so fun. And then also in high school, with my friends, we'd get each other things and make a big deal out of it, and we'd like write each other letters, telling each other how much we cared about each other, and it was so fun, and I've just always loved it. And now I'm married, it's awesome, and I love it. But to me, it's, it's not all about romantic love. I think it's just the best. And... I know people are like, oh, I'm so depressed because I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't know. I, there was one year, I think it was like four years ago, when m- I, my boyfriend and I broke up literally like a couple days before Valentine's Day. But I still love Valentine's Day because I just love it. It's just such a fun day. And I don't know. That's how I see it. So I'm excited. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, as you're listening to this, it's like two weeks after Valentine's Day. So sorry, kind of behind behind the game. That's the peach. That is the peach of my week, even though it hasn't happened yet. Other than that, I have a couple random thoughts that I wanted to share because I thought they were very interesting. And, you know, maybe some of you will think they're interesting. But my first thought that I had a couple weeks ago, I was talking to this girl in my neighborhood and we were talking. I don't even know what we were talking about, but somehow we like got on the topic of getting to know people and I was thinking about it. One unique thing that we have in our modern day that is a tool to get to know people, but it's, it's really, it's really exposing. Like it's, you will know a lot about somebody's inner thoughts and what their desires are and what they really spend their time thinking about and romanticizing. Looking at somebody's explore page on Instagram, because that is something that is curated to them based off of what they look at what they click on, what they like, like what they'll watch videos on late at night in their bed when they're like pro- procrastinating going to sleep. I don't know, like resisting sleep because they're just wanting to watch videos. That's what their their explore page is curated to. It's it's a great way to get to know somebody. I feel like if we're really wanting to get to know people, that's what we should ask them. We should say, hey, can I look at your explore page just to see what it is? And it's kind of like, I don't know, if somebody asks me my explore page, I'd be like that's, I don't know, that's kind of deep. That's like, maybe maybe you don't think so, but I don't know. I'd feel like, wow, you're going to really get to know me if you see my explore page. Even five years ago, we didn't have that. Interesting food for thought for you. But let's get into the topic today. So the topic of today actually is inspired kind of by the podcast itself. Wow, I that's a pattern because that was kind of last week. Clearly doing a podcast is really... Pushing me out of my comfort zone. And what it is, well, you probably already know from looking at the title, but it's getting out of a funk. And the reason I bet you can guess why I want to talk about this is because I have been in a funk lately. Like, I just keep finding myself in a funk. And it's not, it hasn't been a consistent funk over the last couple months, but there's been so many times where I'll just like have a couple days or I'll have a day and I'm like, I just do not feel like myself. I feel like I'm in a funk and I'm just kind of off or I'll go throughout the whole day and I feel like I don't really get anything done and I'll like start projects, but I won't finish them or I won't feel inspired or I won't feel motivated. And I know motivation is one of those things that's like fleeing and you can't rely on motivation because it's always coming and going, but inspiration is, oh, it's like the zest of life. You know, when you're inspired to do something, it, ah, you know, it just, Gets you to do all these exciting... Like, when you're inspired, if you're inspired and motivated, you could literally take on the world. Like, you could do so many things. And I feel like we all want to feel that way. My hope for this episode is that it'll help you if you maybe are in a funk, or maybe if you're not in a funk, but you want to feel inspired and you want to feel motivated, you can do some of these things and it will help you feel more inspired and motivated. And part of getting out of a funk... Some people talk about it as, like, a creative rut. Part of my funk has been getting stuck in a creative rut or just getting stuck like I just feel like I'm kind of like stuck in life I'm like oh I need to like get out of my comfort zone and just I've been doing the same thing every day and stuck in a routine so the first thing I want to talk about is just breaking it down and this is more this is more if you're in a funk unless if you're in a creative rut the first thing that you need to do when you're stuck in a funk in life like if you're just feeling off you have to break it down you have to pinpoint what the problem is Because even if you don't realize it, there is something that is making you feel stuck or something that is making you feel like you're in a funk. And it's so important to find out what that thing is. You have to arrive at a destination before you can leave the destination. So you have to acknowledge it and realize it's there before you can move past it or work around it or find a way to work through it. And it can be multiple things. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe something hard is going on in your life and you're not really realizing that it's affecting all these other aspects of your life, but it is. It can be multiple things, like maybe you're just consistently not getting enough sleep, or maybe you're stressed at work because there's a certain something that's causing you to be stressed, and you're not really realizing that it's creating all this other stress in your life. There's so many different things that it could be, and so you have to break it down. One way that I like to do this is to make a specific to-do list based off of what would make me feel like I'm not in a rut. Or not stuck. Or not in a funk. I feel like that can kind of help me figure out what the actual issue is. Or what the thing that's causing me to be in a funk is. Because I'll ask myself, what could I be doing? Or what could I have done that would make me feel like I'm not in a funk? Like what would make me feel productive? Or what would make me feel happy? Or what would make me feel good about this situation and not like just Meh about today. And once I do that and I make a to do list based off of that, I can kind of go back and be like, okay, well, it looks like the reason why I'm in a funk is because my house is a mess and it's just stressing me out. And I feel like I can't get anything done. So I just need to clean my house. And clearly, all the things on my to do list are to have a clean house or to have all the laundry done or to have a really organized space. I don't know, I feel like that helps me work backwards. So the next thing is less of being in a funk and more of getting out of a creative rut, which a creative rut can be, it can be an issue for a lot of people about a lot of things. Obviously there's people that are actual like artists that do physical art, like they'll do painting and they'll do, I don't know, maybe ceramics or they're doing all these kind of art. Like when you think of somebody that does art, that's what I think of but there's so many different forms of art. Like I was talking to my mom about it and she's really into interior design and she's also into flowers, just flower arranging. That's like a really awesome talent that she has. Some people might be like not really think of that as art right off the top of their head, but it's definitely a creative thing that she has a creative process for. And she's also a event planner and that definitely takes creativity, but people don't always think of those things as like a creative craft or even people that are like chefs or bakers or people that are writers. Well, obviously that one, writers kind of, I mean, you know, you have to be creative for that, but like somebody who writes a book or somebody who writes blogs or everything we do has creativity. We don't always realize it, but sometimes you can feel stuck or feel like you don't have any ideas and it's the most frustrating thing ever, like no matter what it is. And part of the inspiration for this podcast episode was that I feel like I have this whole, I have a whole Google doc, like Google document of ideas for podcast episodes. And I have this whole page of like a bullet pointed list. And I was looking through and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about any of these. Or I don't even know if anybody wants to hear about any of these. And I was just feeling super stuck. I did not know what to talk about. And I was like, ah. I don't know what to do a podcast episode about. And then I was thinking about it for a really long time and I was talking to people about how to get out of a creative rut and I was looking up ideas and I was like, I should just talk about getting out of a creative rut. I should talk about the actual thing that I'm struggling with in the podcast episode. So how's that for inception? That was like a whole rant on why I wanted to talk about creative ruts. But the first tip of things that can help you get out of a creative rut and help you feel inspired is to get on Pinterest. And Pinterest, I know it's like kind of become this like funny thing and people make fun of it all the time, but Pinterest is so, so great. Pinterest is a different world than Instagram, 100%. Pinterest is for inspiration. I get on there. Instagram, you can definitely feel inspired, but I feel like there's so much going on and it's so busy. Whereas with Pinterest, it's like, all inspiration. Just look up anything that you're interested in or anything that you're working with and there's so many things about it on Pinterest. Like if you are a personal trainer and you're trying to come up with new workout plans for people, go on Pinterest and there's, and you can, I can guarantee that you'll find things that you've never used before. Or if you just keep looking through different people's workout plans, if you can get inspiration and kind of find things that other people are doing and kind of pull from different things and tweak them and make your own workout plan. That's definitely a form of creativity. Or if you are a person who works with social media for your job, like you run the marketing for a company or anything like that, you can go on Pinterest and see what other companies are doing to market other companies that are similar to the company that you're working for and see what they're doing for marketing. And That is one of the beauties of social media in general, but also like more specifically Pinterest. I feel like Pinterest is made to inspire people creatively, like to inspire the creative parts of people and just get pull inspiration from so many different areas. So go on Pinterest. That is such a great way to just feed your creative self and get out of a creative rut. But kind of going along with that, something that is really helpful is to go back through your own old photos. I know that sounds kind of weird, but if you look through your old photos, especially of things that you've done in the past, maybe in the certain area that you're trying to, I don't know, become more creative in. So I guess like an example would be, for me, it's not necessarily going through old photos because if I was trying to come up with podcast episode ideas, which is like something that I have been struggling with, in the last couple of weeks, or I guess the last week when I've been trying to think of what I want to do this episode on. And I could just go through my old podcast episodes. Not that I have that many. Like I said, this is episode number 17. So I don't have that many, but I can kind of go through those and see what I've liked. And even listen to some of my old ones. And maybe I'll get inspiration from that because I'll be like, oh, I liked how I talked about this. And then when you listen to stuff like that, ideas will just come to your head. So that's a great way to do it. And like I said, go through your old photos. Maybe if you are somebody who is into fashion, you can go look at old photos that you have of your own outfits that you put together and pull inspiration from that. Like see what you've done in the past. And that can usually kind of help refresh your mind and get you back into that mindset of when you were in that creative mode just by looking at the photos. So that's a good one. Next tip to get your creative juices flowing is to surround yourself with other people in your craft. And I feel like we hear this one all the time. At least I feel like I hear it all the time. When you surround yourself with people that are doing things that are similar to the things that you are doing, you can see their creative process and see the way that they do things. And even if you are doing something that's so, so similar, I can guarantee there's something that they do that is different than how you do it. And maybe it'll help you realize, okay, I don't ever want to do things this way because I don't like how they do things this way. Or, Maybe it'll just give you ideas on how to tweak your process just a little bit. One thing that I want to talk about with that, with surrounding yourself with other people that are doing things similar to you or like other people in your craft or in your industry or whatever it is, I kind of talked about this last week, but do not be afraid of competition. There's enough success to go around. I believe that isolating yourself from people that are doing things similar to you will not benefit you. It won't make your business better. It will not build up your business. I think that it will just be a disservice to you because when you're around other people that are doing things similar, you can feed off of each other and you can bounce ideas off of each other and think tank and building those relationships. Even if you don't want to necessarily bounce ideas off each other, maybe you have like similar businesses and you're both, I don't know, you are competition and you're kind of competing for the same demographic of people. When you work together, you build relationships and then it can benefit you because you don't have these bad feelings towards them it's the whole idea of fighting fire with fire only creates more fire and when there's bad blood between businesses and between competitors it it doesn't help anybody jealousy is not a happy feeling for anybody involved and comparison is not a happy feeling for anybody involved So just build good relationships with the people in your craft or the people in your industry because it'll give you more opportunities to feed off each other. There is enough success to go around. I promise, promise, promise you. Okay, the next thing that I wanna talk about is getting out of your comfort zone. And I know we hear this all the time and it's always like, oh, nothing good ever happened inside your comfort zone. It's cheesy because it's true. Honestly, like when you let go, of fear and you let go of the fear of judgment and the fear of the unknown and the fear of failure you can accomplish so many things but you have to be able to let go of those things and those are the things that keep people in their comfort zones the most common reasons why people are unhappy and stay unhappy are the fear of failure the fear of judgment and the fear of the unknown and if you let go of those and try new things without being afraid of being judged or afraid of what's going to happen or feel fear of failure can find things out about yourself and come up with all these crazy cool ideas for different things that you're doing and I'm not saying you have to take these big huge crazy scary risks or these big scary financial risks and that's not what I'm saying that's not the point I'm trying to make at all what I'm trying to say is just try new things even if it has nothing to do what creative whatever you're trying to do like I'm just saying explore areas of the things that are kind of around you and have an open mind about it. Like if you're really passionate about skincare, there's such a big world of skincare out there. Like there's such a vast amount of knowledge and different ideas and different theories and different techniques of things that people use just even if you're like totally against something and you're like oh I've heard about this and I think it's bogus or whatever just do more research into it maybe you'll realize it is absolute complete bogus or whatever but maybe you'll be like oh this is actually really interesting and this actually comes from this other thing and let me go down this rabbit hole of this other thing and then you become really passionate about that or you want to learn a lot about that and then you incorporate that into whatever you're doing maybe you're like I don't know, an esthetician and you're doing skincare treatments for people. And then you find this whole new practice of doing things or this whole new technique of doing things because you went down this rabbit hole of something else that people do. I'm just saying there's so, so many different things that you can learn from stepping outside of your comfort zone and learning about things that maybe you're not like used to trying to learn about or, or maybe you're scared of failure because you're afraid if you try this new way of doing something that people aren't going to like it and you're not going to get any business or people aren't going to like it and you're going to lose some friends or people are going to judge you. You just got to let go of those things. Like if there's people that are judging you because you're trying new things or you're trying to expand yourself as a person and become more of an interesting, creative person who, I don't know, is becoming more educated on the thing that you're doing then that's, that's on them. Then they're not your true friends. Like the people who really care about you and want you to succeed and want you to grow. Those are going to be the people who stick around when you're trying new things and trying to build yourself, build yourself in your craft, in your, in your craft, when you're trying to become more creative. There we go. I can talk. Oh, and something else about that failure. Failure does not exist if you're growing and if you're learning. Failure is not a real thing. I want you to know that. Ingrain it in your head Failure doesn't exist if you're learning and growing from your experiences, then it's not failure. Even if the only thing you learn is how not to do something, it's still not a failure. Failure just, it doesn't exist. So don't worry about failing because you're never going to fail if you learn and you use everything as a learning experience. So yeah. Okay, one last thing that I want to talk about, just to kind of finish off, creativity is like I said, feeling inspired is one of the best feelings in the world, but you can't force yourself to feel inspired. You can do all these things that will help you feel inspired, but sometimes what you need to do is just to rest. Sometimes you just need to sleep. I feel like there are times when I'm like trying to force myself to be creative, whether it's like coming up with podcast ideas, like I've said before, or I'm working on an art project and I'm trying to like Be creative with it and I don't, I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. Or maybe I'm trying to come up with creative ways to be better at my job, whatever it is. Sometimes you just can't force yourself to do it because you're tired. And I'll I'll do everything I can. I'll get frustrated and I'll just beg, you know what? I'm just gonna go to bed. And then the next day I feel one million percent better because I just I got a good night's a good good night's sleep. Don't underestimate the power of a good night's sleep. Or even a nap, like when you're feeling really frustrated or stuck or in a funk. Take a nap, get a good get a good eight hours of sleep if you can. Sometimes we don't always have access to a good eight hours of sleep. Sometimes it's just not it's not in the cards for us. But if you can, do everything you can to just get some rest. Or maybe take a break for a second. Take a break for a day or a week from the thing that you're doing. And then when you come back, you'll be more excited and more refreshed. And you'll have had a little break a little chance to let your brain breathe and let your creative juices breathe a little bit and you'll be ready to go when you get back. Sometimes we just need a little bit of rest and that's kind of what I wanted to finish off on because I feel like When I've tried everything to be creative, I just need a good night's sleep a lot of times and that, that heals me. That heals me right up. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was kind of random and everything, there's, there's so many different creative things that each and every one of us does in our lives and it doesn't matter if you're inherently like a creative person or you're an artist or you are a musician or you're doing something that like from the outside looks like it's a creative thing like when people like categorize somebody as creative because they paint or they write music or whatever it's like yeah those are creative people but also people that work in the medical industry are creative because they have to come up with creative ways to solve problems and help people or people that are into marketing obviously those are very creative people like coming up with different ways to catch people's attention and market a product. Those people are very creative. Or people that are teachers or managers that have to try and find ways to teach and inspire and lead the teams that they're teaching and leading and whatever they're doing. Like everything we do has creativity with it. And the more we exercise our creativity and find ways to be more creative, the better we will be at being creative and the better people will be and the more you're going to get out of life. So yeah, that's what I'm finishing off on. I hope you feel creative today and you feel inspired and you guys are the best. You can do anything. I believe in you. Go out there, make somebody smile, make somebody feel good. Go help somebody today. Go do something creative. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to go give the Instagram a follow. It's called The Hint of Everything Podcast Go give the podcast a follow on Instagram. It is The Hint of Everything Podcast. That's the um that's the handle. Go give it a follow. Go share this on your social media if you liked it. Go tell your family members and your coworkers and your classmates to listen to it because that would make me happy and I'd appreciate it a lot. I love you all. You are great. And there's your Hint of Everything. See ya. <laughs>